Welcome to the World Trade Webcast. I'm Greg Sandler, president of thinkglobal.com, the B2B network for global trade leads. This week on the World Trade Webcast, our guest is Kimberly Giannopoulos, director of the International Affairs and Trade Team at the U.S. Government Accounting Office. We'll be talking with Kim about a recently released GAO report, Free Trade Agreements. U.S. partners are addressing labor commitments, but more monitoring and enforcement are needed. So today, we're going to start with an overview of the report. And Kim, I was hoping you could start by providing some context for the report. And first, who requested it and why? Certainly. We had two requesters for this work. The first was George Miller, who is the ranking member of the House Education and Workforce Committee. And the second was Sandra Levin, who is the ranking member of the House Ways and Means Committee. Their request letter to us identified a few concerns they had based on work we had done back in 2009, where we were looking at these same issues at both environment and labor issues related to free trade agreements. We identified a number of concerns there and made some recommendations to the U.S. Trade Representative's Office, as well as the Department of Labor and State Department. And they were following up on the work we had done back then and asked us to update it in the current context. They have obviously some concerns with regard to the upcoming and the ongoing trade negotiations with both the Trade Trans-Pacific Partnership, the TPP, and the TTIP, or the Tran Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership. Maybe you can simultaneously uh, talk a little bit about the recommendations in this report as they compare to the 2009 report, and also talk a little bit about what the connection is between labor rights and free trade agreements. Certainly. In our 2009 report, we identified a lack of monitoring and enforcement having to do with labor provisions. And after that report, USTR and the Department of Labor both identified certain steps they were going to take to assume a more proactive stance and a systematic approach to monitoring and enforcement. So the connection between labor rights and trade agreements is multifaceted. Uh, both the current administration and prior administrations have identified concerns that poor labor standards in FTA partner countries may affect workers in the U.S. and other parts of the world and incentivize a global, what they call a race to the bottom, which may unfairly distort global markets and prevent U.S. businesses and workers from competing on a level playing field. So over the past 10 years, each free trade agreement that was signed contains a labor chapter they differ in detail across the FTAs, but they generally include labor provisions, establish points of contact in each government for, for labor matters, and provide a recourse mechanism for matters arising from the labor provisions. These labor provisions have evolved a little bit. For example, in the FTAs that were entered into force between January 2004 and January 2009, the labor chapter contains certain provisions that identify the party's requirements to not to effectively enforce their labor laws. The FTAs that were entered into force after January of 2009 include some more stringent provisions, and they the partners agree to adopt and maintain in statutes, regulations, and practices certain fundamental labor rights that are stated by the International Labor Organization. 
Excellent. I think that's a, a really good, succinct overview. And this is kind of a loaded question, Kim, but if, if you were grading the U.S. government on its implementation of the labor-related aspects of the FTAs on an aggregate basis, what would that aggregate grade be? That's a tough question to answer, especially since our reviews focus not necessarily on the U.S. government's implementation of the labor-related aspects, but more along the lines of the steps that partner countries have taken and the U.S. assistance that they've received to implement the labor provisions identified in the free trade agreements. We also looked at complaints, which are also known as labor submissions, um, about possible violations of the FTA labor provisions and any problems that are related to that process. And then finally, the extent to which USTR, State Department, and the Department of Labor monitor and enforce partner countries' implementation of FTA labor provisions. And that goes back to some of the concerns we identified in the 2009 report and giving some updated information on them. Thanks, Kim. And we're out of time today, but please join us tomorrow as we continue our conversation on the GAO report and labor provisions in the free trade agreements. For our latest schedule of upcoming webcasts, subscribe to us with any of the links below and bookmark this page. All of our previous webcasts can be found right here at thinkglobal.com webcast. And thanks for watching.